Hey, real quick, this episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hey, real quick. In order to support the podcast, I need the help of some great advertisers, but I want to make sure those advertisers are ones that you actually want to hear about. And in order to do that, I need to learn a little bit more about you in order to bring on the right advertisers. So if you could do me a quick favor... That is, can you go to podsurvey.com slash new mindset? And there you could take a quick anonymous survey that will help me get to know you a bit better so we can bring on the right advertisers. We can bring on advertisers that you don't want to skip. So that's all. Quick favor, if you could just visit podsurvey.com slash new mindset. And once you've completed the survey, you can enter for a chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card. Terms and conditions apply. But that's all you have to do. It's a quick favor. It would mean a lot to me. Podsurvey.com slash new mindset. Hello and welcome to the new mindset who dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at Case.Kenny on Instagram and this is my weekly podcast where I create short no BS episodes dedicated to helping you become the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone and live a purposeful and fulfilling life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 556. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who Dis. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And today, something I think we should all make a habit. It's life-changing, truly. And I don't use that phrase, life-changing, lightly. I think if there's one thing I've learned from the past six years of doing this podcast, it's this idea that is so simple and powerful, and we could all do it. And really, it defines mindfulness. After all, this is a mindfulness podcast, and I've dedicated my my life and my career at this point to mindfulness. That is the art of knowing yourself, the art of being honest with yourself and others, the art of sharing your feelings so that you're the same person on the inside as you are on the outside, mindfulness, right? It's where you're not at war with yourself and you attract the same sense of peace and calm in others. And the way to get to that point, to practice mindfulness like I'm describing here, is this one idea, this one habit. And it goes like this. When you feel something, when you feel something in life, don't put it down, put it away. Don't put it down, put it away. I'm talking about mindfulness in action as you live. Not just looking back, not making sense of life looking back, not in retrospect connecting the dots, but today as you live and you breathe and you love, name the emotion you're feeling, understand its story, then decide its rightful place in the the library of your life. Don't just put it down instinctively like we tend to do, put it away. That is the mantra. Don't put it down, put it away. And shocker, this idea, while it is a, a defining 
component of mindfulness and understanding yourself. It came to me from the most practical, non-self-help world source, and that is Reddit. And I was scrolling there the other day, and someone asked this question. They said, what is something you do in your home that saves you time or effort? And here was an answer. Someone said the following. They said, cleaning in general. I internalized the saying, don't put it down, put it away. And I've timed it. It takes on average five to 10 seconds to put something away in its proper place, as opposed to leaving it on a counter or on the floor. Add it up over the course of a day, it's five to 10 minutes, but it saves me two to four hours cleaning every couple of weekends. I saw that and I was like, well, that's interesting for one. I should, you know, do the dishes <laughs> instead of uh, just leaving there. But I was like, isn't this what mindfulness is all about? Isn't this the point of being mindful? To address your feelings, to not just file them away under, I'll figure that out later to not put them in a pressure cooker and hope for the best, or to not feel something and just immediately react to it and overreact to it because you're not taking time to consider the feeling. Isn't this the point of mindfulness? To address it today, to be mindful of how you feel as you feel it, and to then put it away, not to just put it down. I think so. <laughs> I think that's the point of knowing yourself. Mindfulness certainly isn't, it's not about figuring it out right now and having all the answers right now and demanding answers or demanding solutions in the present. I think that's unfair. But the point of mindfulness is to not allow your mind or your heart to become a landfill for stray emotions. Those are stray emotions that are unaddressed. That doesn't serve us. We have to at least attempt to address how we feel. And then to put them away by asking ourselves, what is this feeling telling me and where does it belong in my life? That is the question. That is the defining question of this mantra. What is this feeling telling me and where does it belong in my life? This is the question I want us to ask ourselves and it's what the episode is about. When it comes to your emotions, how you feel, your sense of inner peace, what disturbs your inner peace, what happens to you, how you deal with life around you, your mantra is don't put it down put it away. Don't put it down, put it away. Address the feeling. Look it in the eye today as you feel it and then ask yourself, what is this feeling trying to tell me and where does it belong in my life? Most of the time, <laughs> I think if you're like me, you'll realize that uh, awkward, but it doesn't actually belong in your life. It certainly doesn't belong there as like carry on luggage where it's just holding you down and weighting you down and you've got to carry it with you. By habitually putting it away, not just down, by asking yourself this question, what is this feeling telling me and where does it belong in my life? By doing this, you train yourself to handle emotions mindfully. You learn to like sort and file your internal experiences in real time, not just looking back in real time. And this prevents all of the things that threaten your peace, emotional cluttering, right? Overwhelm, robot mode. This is how you find peace within yourself today. And so I love the analogy of cleaning, right? Just as it takes five seconds, 10 seconds to return a physical item to its rightful place in your kitchen or in your home, right? And do the dish, do each individual dish instead of leaving it in the sink to, to smell, right? Five to 10 seconds spares you the hours of future cleaning and organization. The same idea applies here, that the practice of promptly addressing your emotional baggage, your emotions, your real-time emotions, your mental clutter, put it away. Don't just put it down. 
That is, when a thought or a feeling arises that disrupts your inner peace, this could be anger, it could be regret, it could be self-doubt, instead of allowing it to just linger in the corner, right, I'll get to it later, instead of that, acknowledge it, try your best to understand its origin, and then gently guide it to a place of resolution or acceptance. Resolution or acceptance. In either state, you will find peace. You don't have to have the why and the clarity just now, but you have decided where it belongs. You have taken an active role in protecting your peace by assigning it to where it belongs, putting it away in its correct spot, resolution or acceptance. And I don't think this idea is incredibly unique to me. I've heard this referred to as emotional housekeeping. But even that, I've found like the idea of emotional housekeeping is something that we tend to do in retrospect or when we've allowed a week's worth of emotions, or a month's, or a year's, or even a lifetime of emotions to pile up, then we do it. Life is better. We find peace in more lasting fashion when we make this our lifestyle. Don't just put it down, put it away. Don't just put it down, put it away. Put it away where it belongs. Invest your effort, invest your energy in mindfulness, in forgiveness, in healing whenever you feel that emotion pop up. And practically, it comes down to this question, right? What is this feeling trying to tell me and where does it belong in my life? So the first thing is, what is this feeling? What is this feeling? Look at it and name it. We rarely do this in life. We'll, we'll, fear, we'll feel something like anger or disappointment or stress or anxiety, right? Normal things. But we rarely take time to call a spade a spade. We're in, in blinders mode and we just react to the feeling. We allow it to overtake us. Anger means I'm angry. Sadness means I'm sad. Anxiety means I'm anxious. Sure, maybe, but first we're identifying the feeling. We're naming the feeling. So simple. Pause and name the emotion you're experiencing. Is it sadness? Is it anger? Is it jealousy or something else? Identifying the emotion is the first step toward understanding it. You say, hi, my name's Case and I'm angry right now. Hi, my name's Case. I'm feeling unsure right now. Cheesy, yes, we don't have to verbalize this out loud, but without this step, you cannot find resolution. You cannot find acceptance. Truly, it's like, I don't even know, like going to a car dealership, but you're not allowed to use any words to talk about what you want to buy. And so you're going to end up with something you don't want. Use your words, identify the thing, call it for what it is. That's the first part. What is this feeling telling me? What is this feeling? Hey, real quick. This episode is sponsored by Quince. And I'm a pretty simple guy, a man of simple pleasures, but I do occasionally like to dress up and step out. And that's why I'm excited to work with Quince to help me elevate my style without breaking the bank. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And that's why their items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they have all the must-haves like Mongolian cashmere crew neck sweaters from $50, 100% leather jackets, and versatile flow knit activewear. Quince was kind enough to hook me up with a sick gold Cuban bracelet and a really stylish performance flow knit t-shirt. Really my style, simple but with a pop of luxury, and as advertised, it was very affordable. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash new mindset for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash new mindset to get free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com slash new mindset. And where does it belong in my life? Where does anger or sadness or disappointment or anxiety or stress belong in my life? And of course, this is the hardest one because when you're amidst feeling something like this, 
it's almost like you don't have a choice because it wasn't your choice in the first place. This feeling was was given to you. Life gave you this. But this is where we take back our power. Where does this belong in my life? This is where you decide how and where to put it away. Does it belong in the realm of, I should take immediate action? Perhaps uh, a conversation with someone, changing your environment, taking action to do something? Should it be placed in the context of self-reflection or growth? Or does it is it something that just needs to be released because it no longer serves you, because you keep resurfacing it? It doesn't deserve any more energy. These are the decisions we need to make. And as we know, in retrospect, a lot of our emotions are usually indicators of deeper needs, things we've left unresolved. Anger could be a signal for a boundary that was violated, or sadness could be pointing to something that you haven't taken time to fully grieve, right? Things that we've buried. And it's up to us what to do with these emotions. And you're free to change your mind, of course, but the, the gift here that we can all give ourselves is that of mindful observation. I would even take it a step further and say it's mindful detachment. We're not, we're no longer allowing ourselves to default to either end of the spectrum, right? That is, we're not immediately reacting, going into robot mode in our emotions, and we're also not ignoring them and saying, we'll get to that later. We're detaching ourselves for a brief moment and asking ourselves, what is this feeling telling me and where does it belong in my life? This kind of detachment allows us to see the emotion without being engulfed by it, and it offers us a clear perspective in the moment so that we can address it in the moment instead of putting it under the rug for later. And in the moment, the moment is a gift. In the moment, we find clarity. In the moment, we can question the validity of an emotion, that thing that we either tend to dismiss or that we allow to spiral us. We challenge the feeling and we say, is this feeling based on facts or assumptions? That's a big question too, facts or assumptions. A lot of the times, our emotions are based on misinterpretations or old narratives that no longer serve us or are no longer accurate. I'd say more often than not, this is true. There's also a quote from Theodore Rubin, who he was a renowned uh, psychiatrist and author, and he said the following that I love. He said that the problem is not that there are problems in life. The problem is expecting otherwise and thinking that having problems is a problem. So many of our emotions come from things that we perceive to be problems, but likely it's just life. It's just the, the way things are. How many times have we become entangled in our own emotions because we snap assumed the emotion means something is detracting from our life where there's actually a more hopeful alternative or there's a more active, not passive way to address the emotion in the first place. You never know if your mentality toward life and feelings is one of, well, I guess I'll figure that out later, or sadness means bad life, or anxiety means bad life, or the more ingrained way that a lot of us operate where it's like, I'm angry, so I'm angry. I'm anxious, so I'm anxious. I'm an anxious person, right? We're no longer going to buy wholesale into either tendency. We're not leaving it for another day, and we're not allowing an emotion to flip a switch inside of us. That is what creates a war inside of us where we're always fighting ourselves. And I don't know about you, but I have no interest in fighting myself. <laughs> do you? Like, do you want to navigate life, which is difficult as is? Do you want to date and work and love and figure all this out while also fighting yourself? That makes everything double as difficult. <laughs> I have no interest in that. And I hope you say the same. Easier said than done, but mindfulness is the way. And this short mantra, put it away, don't put it down, is the path forward.
push yourself in this respect. Ask yourself, is the way I'm reacting right now the reaction of someone who is at peace with themselves? Try that. Yes or no. Is the way I'm reacting right now the reaction of someone who is at peace with themselves? And remind yourself that someone who is at peace with themselves, they don't just put it down, they put it away. So that's the that's the episode. That's the mantra. Put it away. File it away. Address it. Don't just put it down. Don't ignore it. And don't be engulfed by it. Free your mind. Create peace for yourself and realize that your mind, your heart, your soul, it's not a graveyard for dead-end emotions because we're addressing them now. We're addressing how we feel. And we're looking those feelings in the eye and we're putting them away or we're bringing them back to life with purpose. Those are the only two choices we're making, but we're making a choice. So that's it. Under right here. I hope this was helpful. If it was, I'd be so grateful if you'd share the podcast with a friend. And if you're enjoying the podcast, if you can give it a five-star rating and review, that would mean a lot. Thank you for taking a couple seconds to do that. But that's it. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And until next episode, I'm out.